This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Thank you for downloading the Whole Radio Weekly Podcast. This is a recording of a live show broadcast every Monday night from 8 o'clock. If you want your message to be included on the next show, you can email us during the week at radio at homesdale.net. Please note the phone lines are now closed. Hello and welcome to Homesdale Radio. Hi and welcome back. My name is Chris Hambling. I'll be your host for today. I'm just going to read out the contact information before we get to the introductions and uh, just let you know you can add us on Skype. It's homesdale.net. You can email us at radio at homesdale.net. Give us a ring on 0208 123 1646 or text us a short message to 81696 and start your message with TXT Eagles. Uh, on Twitter, we're twitter.com forward slash whole radio. Twitter! Thanks, Mikey. <laughs> Start your message with uh, Whole Radio. And uh, we've also now got a Facebook page uh, for Whole Radio itself. It's facebook.com forward slash Whole Radio. And before I get going, I've got a little bit of admin to get on with. First thing is, uh, obviously, our podcast is available after the show. Uh, but it's, uh, you can also download the five-year plan podcast if you haven't done so. Uh, subscribe to that. It's, it's another good listen. And uh, yeah, they're doing a great job as well. Okay, and one last little bit. Uh, Aston Davy, who's a, a user on homesdale.net, he's running the London Marathon this year in aid of the Neuro Foundation. You can uh, donate to Aston's cause. It's uh, UK, www.uk.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash Aston Davy. Or you can uh, talk to him on Twitter. He's at Aston Davy there. It's at A-S-T-O-N-D-A-V-E-Y. It'd be great if you can support Aston as well. He's a good lad. Okay, guys, it's introduction time. We've got a got a packed uh, packed support today, and the first person I'm gonna gonna talk to is Benjamin. Hello, Benjamin. Hello. All right. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm all good. You now, you you were at the uh, at the game at the weekend. Did you have fun playing with all the kiddies? 
<laughs> yeah, it was a good game, actually. A really good game. Um, yeah. Probably the best result we could have hoped for, and a great atmosphere as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Of course, of course it was family day, and, and being, a, yeah. being a youngster, did you have your face painted at all? I didn't. <laughs> I up a bit late to get my face painted, actually. Uh, that is I a shame. Do, end up, yeah. Well, look, next, the next time, priority. get there early, yeah. Oh, would you what now with the crystals? What the, the crystals are my priority. When I got there 15 minutes before kickoff, I needed to get in the ground. You just, you've sickened me, Ben. I mean, you just <laughs> lowered the tone. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Well, it's good to have you on this week, Benjamin, and we'll uh, we'll talk a bit more in a bit. Now, next, I'm going to um, next, I'm just going to introduce you to a voice you haven't heard before, and that is the producer Mikey, who's joined us today. Hello, Mikey. Hello, Chris. <laughs> that isn't your real voice. That is my real voice. <laughs> That's Hello, Ray Chris, Winston. Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, so um, you know, I mean, this is the first time you get to speak on air to it your uh, to your tens of listeners. Ten and, yes. Uh, yeah, yes. And uh, is there anything you'd like to say to them all? I love you. <laughs> and he does. Really. He That's genuinely right. does love you all. I do. I do. A little too much sometimes. Hmm. Okay. Well. Well, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there for now, Mikey. But I'm sure we'll be hearing from you later because you're, uh, you're of course, you're at Loftus Road. I'll be, I'll be popping down to Loftus Road in a minute, yeah, just to keep yeah, everyone updated. Updated on that score. That's, yeah. that's much appreciated. That's all right. Now, now, who next? Who next? Let's go to Aaron next. We'll save the best till last. Aaron, how are you, mate? Yeah, man. What's up, Christopher? <laughs> I told you, told you, no Jamaican accents. I know you want to be well, the little no, crab, no, the little mermaid, but. It's just, it's just not on. Now, I, I got you your, uh, your tickets for the game at the weekend, and I, and I could see you all game in block X of the half eight, standing and blocking people's view, waving your scarf like an idiot. Did you have fun? I, I most certainly did have fun. Above yeah. the kids behind me shouting in my ear constantly. <laughs> it was, it was probably doing that because you were blocking his view of your suspiciously tall frame for a 15 year old. Say, sit down, you fool. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> fair. Well, uh, you know, it was it was nice to see you at a match, and you can give us your pearls of wisdom on that later on. I will so, do. Okay, and finally, we have your known as Pride of South London, and from also from the bar at the White Horse, it <laughs> is Mark. Hello, Mark. Evening, Chris. Evening, lads. Oh, I don't think doing? it's fair that you're implying he's an alcoholic. Cause he's I, wouldn't, I wouldn't imply that. No, he's definitely not. And he has no gambling problems of any kind. He's and, and, he's, and I'll tell you one thing. He he's not old. <laughs> he doesn't live in Orpington and he's not old. So uh, you're looking it's forward to your, uh, to your proper debut on the show. You've been on, but we're involving you properly this week. You're looking forward to it? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Well... Well, that's privileged, aren't I? I'm privileged. <laughs> you know, yeah, sound bite you're looking yeah. forward to it. <laughs> we'll have to work on that with you, otherwise you're not coming back. <laughs> okay, good stuff, guys. Well, that is a bit more of a uh, sort of get-to-know-everyone-this-week than we usually do. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I didn't enjoy it at all. Did you not? No, I didn't. <laughs> not really. Um, so, Mikey, um, what's the score? Oh, you're not at Loftus Road yet. Let us no, know I'm when not, you get down there, and, uh, and we'll pick it up there. I happen to know it's nil-nil for anyone who's uh, who wants to know nil-nil between QPR and Sheffield United. But Mike will be giving us a yeah. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Mike will be giving us a proper update later on. I will. Fantastic. Right. The first thing we're going to go on to today is the Barnsley review, and. Uh, we're going to give uh, Mark Jones a call later on. That's Milky, who organised the fill-up sellers day. We'll speak to him a bit later on, just basically closing that off and talking about how sure most of you were there, and, and it was a very 
very successful day, um, which, you know, we're just going to sort of sit, talk about how it came about once more and, and our hopes for the future for that particular event. And uh, we'll also be talking to Jamie, who you'll know as Eagle Man 13, and we've got a lot to talk about with that refereeing performance. So it didn't affect the result in the end, but there was plenty of comments on the boards about that. But as always, we'll start with a, uh, it's an eight minute long montage of the key moments from the Barnsley game. Welcome to Selhurst Park, where they've welcomed back an old hero. Jeff Thomas is here, raising money for a cancer charity that he's helping to set up. All in a good cause. On the field, Crystal Palace looking to get points that will move them away from the danger zone in the championship. Taking on today Barnsley, who are comfortably in mid-table. It's been a good season for Mark Robbins' side, although they have won just one of their last nine games. Yeah, good performance. You know, I felt the lads really stuck to uh, a game plan that seen as great opportunities uh, throughout the match. Defended very well. Unfortunate, you know, to get pegged back uh, to go in at a draw at half time. But then uh, it shows you, you know, what characters we have in the team to sort of take it on the chin and bounce back in the second half. So good all-round performance, and you know, I'm happy with that. Good run this by Ambrose. Great ball across towards Vaughan. Lovely ball in by Darren Ambrose. James Vaughan just couldn't quite get his header on target. Would have been a stunner if he had. Witnessing it on video, it's a penalty, you know, the guys handballed it, but I can't blame the referee, you know, we, no one, I don't think, unless you're right behind the goal, five or six yards away from could understand, you know, the guys raised his arm, but, you know, there's no complaints from me at all from the referee, it's, it's a diff very difficult one, but I think there's a tremendous bit of skill from Neil Dans to go around three or four players, and very unfortunate to take that goal away from him, because it's such a good goal. Uh, the one I did get, I thought, I thought it was right, it was a penalty, you know, I think he was, he was very close, the defender got away with one or two, I think the one before it was very close as well, so I think, you know, if you look on it, you know, if the defender keeps on defending the way he did, eventually it's one of them going to have to go for you, I think, the, the, the credit's got to be given to Vonnie, because Vonnie gets himself and puts his body in a certain position, it's difficult to defend to win the ball. So you think he's just going to want to take penalty as well? Which is good, you know, he told me he was going to score before the game, so I was happy with that. Dan was unfortunately come off just before he'd have taken it, so before he steps up and he does uh, what I used to do. <laughs> Giving away to Neil Dance. Bit of space here for Dance to work it, struck it well, and finds the bottom corner. Well, he goes down, I think, as an error from Luke Steele, who maybe thought that was going wide. Didn't quite get enough on it, the goalkeeper, to turn it wide. But half an hour gone and Palace take the lead. It's Neil Dans who gets the goal. Just bobbled up over the goalkeeper's arm, in fact. You know, if I was sitting here, and I can only, I'm not a very good actor, if I was sitting here and saying, uh, you know, I'm worried about looking behind us, I'll be turning lies because I'm looking forward. I honestly believe this group of players in that, that dressing room can finish three or four places higher than they are right now. And, you know, and that's the challenge that we, I'm kind of putting myself under the pressure and that's all to the players as well. So the pressure that we're under is to finish, you know, I'd say two, three, maybe even as much as four positions further than we are. And that's the pressure that, you know, I'm putting on myself and the players. Three wins in 13 games under Dougie Friedman for Crystal Palace. Still not out of danger yet. Good ball into the back post and turned in by Marlon Harewood. Well, it's that long looping ball into the box that's caused all the problems for Crystal Palace. 
And Marlon Harewood, who scored two against Gunthorpe recently, gets his third goal for the club. Barnsley a level before half time. That was the ball in that caused all the problems. Harewood round the back of Anthony Gardner. Couple injuries. David Wright is obviously injured, and Alex Marrow is uh, injured. So apart from the two, I don't get that the questions right. We have a very strong squad in every position that we cover. And that was one of the most vital things I think I've done since I got the job. Strengthen the squad just in case one or two of these things happen. So even as far as that's been bringing in Gavin Marlon, you know, just in case something happens there. So I've got, I, I'm happy with the squad, and I'm happy with the characters in the squad as well. Towards Vaughan, was he pushed over? He wasn't pushed over according to the referee. We had a good look at that, Vaughan was convinced. Dance. Klein. Dance. Struck it well, turned away by Luke Steele. He scored the opener for Crystal Palace, Neil Dance. Good save that time by the goalkeeper. Yeah, I thought he was, he was immense today, I really did. Oh, listen, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Stephen Everson as well was very, very good, you know, the good perform, good individual performances, but I felt it coming from a good a good structure of the team, the way we play, you know, I, I don't think we need to be a rocket science to, to, to discover what we're trying to do. I think the lads stuck to that a lot and it enables Danzi to break from that position. I think the key is his, his teammates around him are supporting supporting the position from behind him and letting Danzi go forward and Stefan holding it up and then it often. So I think yes individual performances but I think the, 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 the performance I think we're going to do is to the team, you know, to, to bounce back and create opportunities. Not just for one player, you know, I think we're two or three players with the opportunities which is nice. Battling hard to win those Loose balls back, Palace. It was won back eventually by Anthony Gardner. Driven across by Everson. Vaughan! Good save by Steele at point blank range that time. Everson drove over the cross. Vaughan, free header. One-handed save by the keeper. Fans were very good today. So they have been since, you know, since the time of the year. Fantastic. You know, and I think they really enjoy themselves here. I know it's a family day. And uh, hopefully it will encourage them to come back. Leave it a bit full of like that. Does it give you a little sort of glimpse of how things could be? Yeah, it does because you know, fortunate enough when I was playing here, that was the kind of crowd we were getting. You know, the 19, 20, 000, So you know, it's, when I come back here as a system manager, a year ago, the crowd was about the 13, 12. It was disappointing to see the sort of six, seven thousand fans have disappeared. And I think my aim, it, you know, not my priority, but my aim is to sort of get the fans back up to that level of support. Because I know at this place. You know, it's difficult to uh, come and if we have the support as well behind us, it will, it will make it tougher for, 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 a, for a away team, for a away team sorry. Dance. Swung over, Vaughan goes over again and this time he gets a penalty. Not awarded the first time but gets the decision the second time around and a chance to put Crystal Palace back in front. Just the second goal in nine games for James Vaughan. The quarter of an hour to go. It's a vital one in Crystal Palace's season. Sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. No, that's a game plan for Barnsley. You know, I, I knew that if we opened up Barnsley with one or two players on the team, that could hurt us. You know, and I knew that front players, that if we gave them space, experience, front players three up top, you know, were decent. So it wasn't a game of us just to see, see what you've got and see what we've got. You know, I felt that for me. And two banks of four, as you say, and difficult for their game plans obviously to use the three best players up top. And I felt that if we kind of nullified that area, 
uh, we'll take a lot away from their game and then, produce, then we can produce our game from there. So that was the reason for the balance of it. Well, they have tricky away trips at Ipswich and Leicester next as they try to claw themselves away from danger. Victory today could leave them seven points clear of the relegation zone. Here's Dan's trying to weave his way through. Still going! Was saved on the line. It looked like a handball by Jason Shackle. Well, how did that stay out? Brilliant run by Dans, weaving his way through, past the goalkeeper. Well, surely that struck the arm of Jason Shackle. There goes the whistle, you can sense the relief all around Selhurst Park. It's a 13th game unbeaten at Selhurst Park, and if they are to stay up this season, they'll look to that home record. They've beaten Barnsley by two goals to one. We want to hear from you right now. Call us on 0208 123 1646 or drop us an email. Radio at homestale.net. Hello and welcome back. Okay, we've got Mark Jones on the line. Now, Mark is uh, also known as Milky87. And he was uh, the guy who came up with the original idea for Fill Up Sellers Day, which was in the Barnsley game just gone, and what a success it was. And really, it's just a kind of a, a round-off conversation with Mark, just to sort of get his thoughts on how things went and um, on the future for the idea. So, first of all, hello, Mark, and thanks for joining us. Hello, mate. How are you? All right? All good, yeah, yeah. Really, really enjoyed uh, Saturday, as I'm, I'm sure you did yourself. Um, yeah, it's been nice to see a decent crowd down there. Sometimes better sitting in a decent crowd at Sellers than watching empty seats. That's right. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of the talk on the on the message boards was about the uh, the kids in the half away and uh, things like that. I mean, basically, yeah. What was your what was your overall opinion on the day, really? I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, for the moment I got there, I had to, uh, I went down there a bit early because I bought about thirty five tickets in the end for other people. Um, people most of them I didn't even know so a few of them I started to pick up down the box office so I had to meet a chap at the um, opposite of the box office to give him his tickets and just from that moment walking around the ground just the feel good factor there was just a good atmosphere about and then getting into the pub after it was just a better atmosphere amongst everyone in the pub drinking it was just so the feel good factor was just buzzing all day which is just what it's all about at the end of the day I mean I've yeah. probably got it at every game but <laughs> it's where <laughs> everyone else has got it as well um so it's good to see. I mean, I'm glad I didn't. I wasn't expecting that many, to be honest. Um, especially with the lack of publicity it got. I mean, it got a lot on the two websites, but there was nothing on the official site until about three days before. And then there was um, no posters up around the ground. Yeah. Posters up in the bars and everything. And but yeah, I was quite surprised by the, the success of it, really. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was a, it was a nice surprise, definitely. Um, I had a similar experience to yourself. I, I think I ended up with I think it was 42 tickets to hand out. I actually missed the yeah. first uh, 15 minutes of the game because one of the guys <laughs> I, I was waiting for was was flown over from America for the game, so there's no way I could oh. leave him. And uh, yeah, so I, so I had to wait outside for him. But it was more about the experience I thought on the day. So um, you know, it's, that's the sort of thing that the, the club needs is people engaging directly with the club, like you know, season ticket holders taking responsibility to to sort of help the club with their with their deals. I thought it was nice. It sort of brings the fans and the club together a bit more. But, um, yeah. It's yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, Aaron's got a question for you now, mate. So I'm just gonna let him go. Well, I uh, just want to say, Mark, uh, well done, mate. It it sparked off from just one idea to a, a pretty much a global sensation with fans coming everywhere and talking about on the homes there with all the 
the kids going there watching it, it really does help because now those kids, they will hopefully be brought up on Palace. You know, fun days like that, everything that was organised, will show them that what a fun club it is to support rather than, you know, having them fed on Chelsea, Man U and all that, blah, blah, blah. So, just mm. a, a top-notch yeah. effort there, mate. Well done. Yeah, it's good to see the kids enjoying it, really. I mean, we're all kids at one stage getting taken down there yeah. by someone, we? and that's how we got the bug. And in the dumb, it's not the greatest team in the world, obviously. We've never won <laughs> nothing apart from the ZF Cup, cut the pass, but the ups yeah. and downs. But if we win a game, we get such a great feeling. If we lose, it's just all right, chalk it up with the rest of them. If you're a Man U yeah. fan, Chelsea, if you lose, you're devastated. If you win, you don't even care. That's so it. it's just yeah. it's so much better. It's good to see the kids enjoying it. I mean, it's like that can add an extra couple of thousand to the crowd for the next one. I think it's scumful behind next one. So, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm not expecting a similar crowd, but let's hope like, another couple of thousand can add them to it. Let's try and get 14 and a half, 15 and a half and just yeah. gradually build up from there. It's good that the club mm-hmm. listen as well because I know these sort of things not necessarily have been tried before because it hasn't, but ideas have been put forward and nothing ever happens. It's just an idea on a website and then it just peters out and then that's the last you hear of it. That's so it's it. Good, um, I'd like to say thank you to Michelle as well, Ego on the BBS who put it forward for me because I had no way of putting it forward to the club other than going through her. Obviously, I'd contact them yeah. directly on the sites, but they get so many questions direct on the sites, it's ridiculous, so they can't answer them all. And it's good that uh, Michelle helped me out and got the, got the ball rolling. Yeah, no, just, yeah, she brought that to, to that ticket in meeting. And, and I, I mean, I think I said it at the time before, but it was actually uh, Phil Alexander as well who actually said that he'd put all the offers together, actually offered uh, to put all the all the ticketing offers for that one game. I think credit to him as well for, for you know for immediately getting behind it. So, um, yeah, okay, listen, yeah. I mean, probably probably round round this off with just really what, what you know the future of, of it, the idea. Do you, do you see us trying for this again? I'd like to think so. I mean, I think some of the uh, thing on the site that the Palace on Tour Day and the Philip Sellers Day were both quite a success. Well, I think the Palace on Tour Day, I mean, if we were doing well, we would have taken that amount of commentary anyway. But, I mean, the current predicament we're in, we probably would have had 12 to 1,500 there because it's quite an easy journey. We at least doubled that. So it would be nice yeah. if they can do something like that again for the two games. One, I think someone suggested do the away game early season, home game late season because... It's easier to get people out when it's sunny. That's uh, where the away games, people don't really care what the weather's like, do they? So, <laughs> no, exactly. it'll be good if I could do it again, it would, it would be good if it's maybe a once a season thing and we could maybe incorporate, just get it promoted even more. Um, yeah. Letters to all seasons ago, there's maybe, I know we always get letters through, you haven't renewed, you haven't done this, you got that, you got that. Maybe a letter out to all seasons ago, there's as many guest yeah. tickets as you like for a certain game and there, there's got to be other ways to, to push it and maybe get past that 20,000 mark. Oh. I think so. I think we. I think that the whole the whole experience probably proved something to the club because they were very down on, on the special offers and not much had been had been taken up before. And I think we showed that that the fans getting behind the the uh, the idea and you know basically taking a good run up at it, we can can achieve something special. So I'm sure it'll uh, sure it'll be happening again. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant, Mark. Thank you so much for joining us, and um, you know hopefully we'll speak to you again pretty soon when we've got the next one underway. And um, yeah, you know. Well, congratulations on this. I just urge uh, as many people as possible to get up to it, which on Saturday as well. And uh, cheer on the boys away, because that's where we need all the help we can get at the moment. That's it. Yeah, myself and Ben will be there representing Hull Radio, so that should be really good. Yeah. 
We'll send you a PM where you be, and uh, I'll have a little prime here before the game if you're that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. All right, nice one. Nice, nice. See you then, right, mate. Take care. Cheers now. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks very much to Mark for speaking to us there. That was good stuff. Um, we've got a, we've got a cross the Loftus Road now where Mikey is uh, battling the elements, so to speak. And we'll be giving yes, us luck. Chris. Sorry, yeah, well, it was... Sorry, there's a delay. No, do, no, sorry, no, do speak. I think we're there so, now. Yeah, I went off this road. Um, it was two two ex-Crystal Palace players. It was Ralph Lynch. No, there was Derry crossing from the right into the box. And Ralph Lynch, he not made it through Norwood's Northworthy. <laughs> and into the left pass of Diving Simonson. It's QPR 1, Sheffield United now. <laughs> If you uh, if you got a cold in your on your journey on the way to Loftus Road, there yes. was it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's terrible. You make sure you uh, have a nice warm drink at halftime. And uh, thanks so much. Keep us updated from the game. I mean, it's, thanks, Mikey. Bye. Okay, that's fantastic. We've wasted enough time. Let's try and talk about the Barnsley game before we have to move on to anything else. Um, okay, I'll just give you some some overall thoughts from myself. Missed the first fifteen minutes, so anything good about them during that. But um, I thought uh, what, what I did see in the first half, we looked we looked very much uh, in control. Obviously, saw the uh, the first goal it was a lovely uh, lovely run and shot from Dan's, uh, who was immense on the day, and um, very very soft goal to concede, uh, and wasn't best pleased with Harewood's reaction. Although I gather he was getting some abuse before the game, which is why he did that. But um, you know, we responded in the right way. And the second half performance, we we deserve that win. Didn't think we were going to get it, but you know we'll talk to to Jamie shortly about the refereeing. Um, but just lost so many different uh, decisions there. I think could have had three penalties, and obviously Dan's at the end with a handball on the line that should have been a goal and a red card, and you know. But ultimately, it was a it was a great performance, uh, a very welcome win, and it and it's another in a long line of impressive home uh, performances so probably going to open it out to any of you guys so whoever speaks first let's hear from you now go on Mikey you're, you're at Loftus Road obviously and uh, you've probably moved oh, yeah, in my cold is gone yeah <laughs> if you could let us uh, it's like this is Chris um <laughs> for that cold it's, it's, yeah, it's weird go on someone else you're the experts Go on, Mark. Well, you got some thoughts. What more can you say? A vital, critical three points. An exciting game, generally. Pretty open game. Not a quality game. Lively. And, of course, uh, who, the, who, uh, the who win. Who on the day the most? Say that again, who? So who, who impressed you player-wise on the day most? I think Augustine made a really good start to yeah. his Palace career. It might be a, a short one. But I thought he was impressive. He certainly um, has got good vision, good passing. I, uh, yeah. You know, and uh, it was nice to see a more forward-thinking player in midfield rather than a more defensive player in the sort of right mould. I think Doogie recognised that Barnsley weren't really a strong side, and I don't know whether he would have picked right had he been fit anyway. But uh, only the boss knows that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I think it's uh, about time we saw what Kemi was signed for. Uh, very, very impressed. Aaron, you had some, some thoughts. As I said before, I saw you waving like an idiot through most of the game. Uh, hopefully you did see some of it. So what, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, 
you know, standing up like an idiot half the time. It shows that I really enjoyed the game. Uh, player-wise, Danzy, for, for sure. I mean, he, he was on fire. He really showed the desire and, as someone commented on the whole, lion-hearted. He, he was definitely up up for the win. He deserved the goal. And I think the atmosphere really helped as a <clears throat> as a 12th man. And it really, when they came out in the second half, all the chance and everything really got the players motivated and I definitely think substitution wise Doogie got it spot on so top stuff there critical six points yeah, I think it, yeah I think um, you know Barnsley weren't the strongest team that uh, obviously we faced this season by any means no but uh, I still think we played too deep I don't know what other people think it was it was we were just inviting them onto us and, and I just yeah. it's been a problem all season but and it still is, and I, I don't understand why we sit back, why we sit so mm. deep. But uh, well, gonna, it's just, you know, I'm going to give my sort of my my opinion on that, and let Ben speak for it in a little bit. Finally, since he was so grateful and sarcastic in our text chat, there. Um, <laughs> basically, the point you make about us standing off. I did hear Dougie talk about in the press conference how uh, he deliberately did that against Barnsley. But like you say, we, we do it every game, and I do think I, I got a little frustrated at one-one. Where we just were, we just weren't pressing them in midfield. Now, obviously, knowing afterwards that that was a deliberate tactic because that's that's how Dougie envisaged uh, us getting the most out of the game, and he was proved correct in the end, I suppose. But you know that I, I do find that frustrating. I think that's probably that's for next season. I think Mark Bright talked about it last week, where Dougie has a vision for this season and and a vision for the future, and I, and I would hope in the future we would look to to dominate that game and use our should we say, our attacking strength to, to sort of overpower the opposition rather than to frustrate them and nick, them, nick it on the break. Sorry, Ben, you wanted to talk about Paddy Mack? Yes. Um, obviously, we've missed him in the last few games because of that, the red card against QPR, but I think mm. we, to have him back into the squad was a massive, massive plus point for us. You can just tell at the back him and Gardner how, work they were, how well they worked together, sorry. And, yeah, just the talking at the back, the leadership from him. People say that he might not be a good captain, but in my opinion, personally, I think he's brilliant and to have yeah. him back was, was a big big point for Yeah, I think you're right about that partnership. It does. It looks very strong. I do I do have a lot of time for Claude Davis. Not quite as much time as Lewisham Eagle, if we've ever read anything he's written. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great centre-back. But Paddy, Paddy is he is a good captain. It's, it's an easy thing to sort of to look at. And I think at times he ha- it has made him try perhaps too hard to, you know, to get a tackling where he can't. Or we know where he should be standing off. He can't win every tackle, and sometimes diving in like we saw against QPR ends up with the with the worst possible result. But I mean, for for effort, you can never fault Paddy, and you know he is a very good defender. Um, and you can he just wants to win so much, and that's the sort of thing that rubs off on other players. Puts in 110 percent. Absolutely, Aaron. Do you ever do you ever think um, when you're watching us at home that uh, we? Uh, we play too narrow with no natural width. I know yes. under George Burley we we were playing sort of Dejarlin Cadogan yeah. either side, and you know it didn't kind of work because I don't know the you know the rest of the setup wasn't right, whatever. But we were very narrow on on Saturday. But then when the ball did get wide, Moxie Klein, Darren Ambrose, Neil Downs, when they got wide, they looked dangerous. And yeah, it, I, yeah. you know I don't know whether. He's deliberately playing narrow, and then these guys are drifting wide and creating chances like that. Yes, but, I think uh, it's, a, it's a very good observation. Um, 
I, I, honestly, I think obviously it is a deliberate ploy. It is deliberate to, to you know, that we're keeping narrow. But it, I mean, I think you're right to point out. He's under keeping Burlington. it tight, isn't he? He's keeping yeah, it tight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But then when we're going forward and then we are playing the ball out wide, we're looking really dangerous. I think. Yeah. And we've got good target men in the middle, and we've got people mm. who can who can cross the ball. So. I don't know. I it's just uh, did want to want to talk about our target man Everson. I thought he had a great game. I just what I really wanted to point out is that every time Furhad, who I was sitting next to in the second half, every time Furhad leaned over to me and said we should take Everson off, he did something brilliant. So I just wanted to point that out just to prove that Furhad knows nothing. Hope you're listening, Furhad. <laughs> <laughs> that was unfair. Listen, we could probably talk more about that, and if we hadn't messed around so much earlier, we could have done. But let's give uh, let's give Jamie result. a ring to talk about that yeah. ref. Yeah, it was a great result. Cool, Mikey. There we go. And while we're waiting for that to ring, we can, uh, I don't know, we can just chat about it. Talk about the uh, shirt competition. Oh, we have got a shirt competition later on. You can ring us later on that one, guys. Um, we're not going to tell you too much more about it because uh, it's going to be um, going to be a bit of a surprise, the question. Oh, hang on. Jamie's on the line. Hi, Jamie. Hello, Chris. Hello. How are you? Hey. No, I'm all good. Good. Yourself? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, first of all, though, mate, I would like to say a major thank you to you, Mark, and to um, KV for all the help you did with uh, obtaining all these tickets for the likes of myself and everybody else. It was fantastic. That's all. I think, as I said earlier, something that, that sort of like we had to do really to make that day a success. I know we weren't the only ones, but we were quite visible on the, on the message boards. And obviously me frantically running around the stadium trying to hand out envelopes for the tickets as well. But, um, no, I, you know, I felt I had to do it. I probably won't do it again, if I'm honest, <laughs> because it was so stressful. Oh, you are, you are well, going. let's just say you look, you, you look, you looked a, a tad stressed inside the pub. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was trying to relax with all that sight, but you know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Jamie, no, it's no problem at all. I was glad to help out, and obviously, I will do it again in the future, no doubt. And so, you know, if you ever need any tickets, do let me know. Not everyone I'll speak. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, I will do, mate. And your your efforts have been well appreciated. Trust me. That's all, mate. Okay. Well, listen. Let's talk about the ref. I'm hoping you'll have a, a different viewpoint to the rest of the Palace support, because the rest of the Palace <laughs> support can't, can't speak about that ref without swearing. Um, yeah. Listen. The, oh, the major, the, <laughs> <laughs> the major decisions. I suppose we should talk to talk about. Um, there was one in the first half on Vaughan. It was a tackle that, that looked to pen. Um, and there were some quite a lot of pushing before the eventual what I would call the softer. Uh, decision was given uh, in favour of Vaughan, and then obviously the the handball for Dan's. I mean, I mean, how did you see the the ref overall, and then in those sort of key incidents, really? Oh right, so put me on the spot, why don't you? Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> thanks, mate. The the oh. first one uh, in the first half. Now I was sitting in the lower Holmesdale, and I couldn't really see for definite what the tackle was like, so I can't give an honest opinion as whether it should be, whether it shouldn't be. My first indication was, apart from the crowd jumping up, which obviously crowds do, but was only at one end, the majority Mm. of the players didn't do anything. So to me, that's a very good indication that no, it wasn't the pen. But that's all I can go by. Right? Okay. Yes, there were definitely, well, in my opinion, 
there was two very good calls for pens, one of which, in my opinion, again, should have been a pen, which was the push on Everson, yeah. who, by the way, so I thought had an absolutely storming game. And the I sooner the right ball there, and other people realise how he plays, the better it will be for us as a team. Um, the penalty itself given to Vaughan um, was so soft, anybody's granny could have given it. Um, <laughs> yes, <right>. basically. <laughs> and as for the as 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 for Danzy's handball, yes, it was handball. Yes, it was, in my opinion, deliberate. So therefore, it would have resulted in one a penalty and a red card for uh, un. Uh, Hello, hello, hello. We lost, we lost connection for a while there. You still there, Jamie? Is anyone still there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Hopefully. <laughs> You're there, Aaron. <laughs> oh, let's talk amongst us. Oh, Joys of life. Great day. Well, that's no good. Um, um, yeah, okay. And I think everyone's back now. Uh, Jamie, are you back? Oh, I think we lost Jamie. Okay, well, um, we'll try and, uh, we'll try and ring him back in a second. Um, Listen, we'll probably have to carry on from there. Um, I don't know if Mikey was available to give us another update from Lost, Loftus Road. I think we might be at half-time. What's, what's the score there, Mikey? Mikey? No, no, not there. Nothing. Okay, was going very, very well all of, all of a sudden. Um, should we go to the... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The, uh, should we go to the music? Ben, I think you wanted to introduce can, that. Yeah. Right. Oh, hang on. No, we can't. Okay, listen, we've had some technical problems, so we're just going to have to talk Barnsley for a short while. <laughs> okay, well, Aaron, you were going to ask about the, uh, Jamie about the referee there. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, what was your question going to be? Maybe we can talk around that. <laughs> the, the question was, <clears throat> the question was going to be... Aaron? My voice keeps going from Saturday. <laughs> um, the voice, the idea was, um, <laughs> around the referees and respect, do they like not get as much respect based on the games that they referee. I'm, I'm not sure if that was just a bad day for ref or, or so on, but sometimes you see the aspect of the refs not getting any respect because of the fact that they have bad games such as that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a, it's a very good question. We'll try and get Jamie back on to actually answer it. Um, but, I mean, we, we've seen sort of today the, uh, the respect campaign's very much back in the news with these two game band and uh, see Ferguson's in the middle of a punishment. Hi, Jamie. Sorry, we lost you. Hello, it's mate. It's all Mikey's fault and he apologises. 
We lost. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, did, I, was, I, did. I was just asking about the uh, respect campaign, so I'm going to let you ask. Correct. Sorry, Chris. Can you say that again, mate? Go on. Can't, sorry, could you could you ask that <laughs> well, question Aaron's again? I didn't hear it. It's gone quiet. Yeah, yeah, no worries. The um, Aaron, I'm going to. Right, okay. Um, I'm going to let Aaron ask. If. Yeah, that'd be the best idea. <laughs> okay, Jamie. Um, around Hello, Aaron. Um, yeah. <laughs> Around the whole a respect for referees thing, do you reckon that referees don't get as much respect as they should do by having bad games such as the referee yesterday? Um, a bit hard. Um, this time of year is now the start of the new referees season. All referees that uh, have been promoted up uh, did so at the end of last month, and yeah. those that have been relegated have done so. Um, so the idea being that those that are eligible or have been earmarked for higher things have now will now start to officiate at a higher league. Hence, Mr. Evans. Um, whether he is allowed to continue will will not be deemed on one game only, but over a course of say uh, six mm. matches. Yeah, because it might um, No, unfortunately it doesn't. Unless the guy has an absolute nightmare um, completely, which yeah. overall I didn't think Mr Evans did. I didn't think he did exactly brilliantly. Um, how can I say it, put it politely? He didn't do his cause any good um. with some of the decisions he, yeah. he <laughs> did or did not allow. I mean, if I was assessing him personally, I wouldn't be very happy, let's put it this way. With everything around Selhurst Park Every Monday night This is Homestale Radio You can laugh You can smile Play around Or go and run them all Do whatever makes you feel so good Oh boy, did you think 
Hello and welcome back and hopefully you can hear us. All sorts of issues at this end. Um, I think we're going to probably go to the competition first, but we've got some uh, calls about some guys who want to uh, sponsor the Crystals as well to go to a bit later on. But I'm just going to queue Mikey up for that call in a little bit. Um, okay, the, the competition, which hopefully you can hear me asking about and hopefully you will be ringing in for. If you, um, you can call in from now. It's 0208 what we're going to do, the first call that we get, we're going to um, going to have a quick chat, give you, let you know the rules, and basically the rules are you have to uh, answer a question that we are ha- yet to tell you uh, within 15 seconds of it being asked. There's a uh, zap to sig- uh, sound to signal the start of the We've got people question. jumping the gun here. Sorry, Chris. We've got people jumping the gun. We've got to wait until we say go. No, hang up. Uh, I did say it was my fault I did say go. Did you? Sorry. I'll, I'll play yeah. this then and... Yeah, From cool. when I say go, <laughs> we'll, we'll take the first caller. Okay. No. How about now? Have you said Don't. that now? <laughs> okay, so, who is the first caller going to be? I'm, I'm anyone taking any bets, I'm going Nick Gusset. Lewis from Eagle. Okay. Yeah, that's eight. Oh, oh, it's Nick Gussett. Oh, I knew it in there first. It's only him that listens. Nick Gussett, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Oh, now I'm hoping your uh, your recent trivia is rubbish and that you don't get this because it's going to cost my dear fortune. So, sorry, can I just say stop calling now because we've got we've got some. Oh yeah, sorry, everyone. Stop. How you doing? That's I don't need them. He gets it wrong. It... Yeah, how's that? <laughs> Uh, uh, everything no, went I'm, I'm a bit shaky, a bit shaky tonight. Yeah? Yeah, bloody coffee mm. machine exploded in the face. One of those espresso <laughs> stove toppings, don't laugh. It's all over my kitchen, the missus got the ump because I should be cleaning the kitchen, but I'm listening to you instead. Look, I think, I think there's a very definite Another rice based disaster, it went in my risotto, <laughs> everywhere. Every time, bloody rice. Coffee and risotto. Jesus. Anyway, buddy, well, we know all about you, your Q&A session with us before, so we can't really ask you any basic questions, but how is your, how is your trivia knowledge, generally? Oh, I don't know. It depends on the questions, really, doesn't it? I, I, I don't know much about these. Mm, no, we beef saw questions. You couldn't even accurately answer what your favourite beef was. Uh, beef curtains. Tragic. <laughs> you, said, you said it this week. I hate you. It's before nine o'clock. Mikey, you're going to have to beat out beef curtains later on. Yeah. <laughs> and when I said it just then. <laughs> you can't say beef curtains. can't say beef curtains. It's out of order. Fortunately, I think uh, I think the youngsters like Aaron don't know what beef curtains are, so we'll be all right. Yeah. You all right, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go through the rules, Nick. Um, you're going to get 15 seconds from when I finish answering, uh, uh, asking the question. If I answer it, we're in trouble. Um, okay. There'll be a sort of a zap type sound that Mikey's described it as. I don't think it's a zap. We won't go into that. Um, and there'll be a 15 seconds of kind of tension music during which you answer. If you don't answer in time and you hear a second zap, it's over. Uh, if the answer's incorrect, carry on next week. If it's correct, you get to, to email us your sort of uh, size and home away choice and, and we'll take it from there. I think one okay. last is I think I can hear myself quite clearly coming through on your mic. Is there any way you can turn that volume down, Attach? 
Um, hang on a second, I've actually... What about now? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I, no, I, I can, can hear, hear you. Yeah, I can hear me. Don't worry about it, it's fine. I'll just ignore it like a pro. I won't mention it. One thing you don't you do... You can't say pro before nine. <laughs> Okay, listen, um, hopefully Mikey can hear us, we can't hear him. Oh, just by the way, it's 1-0 uh, at half-time in that game, by the way. Uh, okay. QPR winning, which is us. I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, Mikey was busy at Loftus Road. He's definitely at Loftus Road. Definitely. Um, okay, well, let's... Um, okay, let's say, as soon as I finish asking the question, the You're news... Where are you? Am I here? Hello. Hello. Hello, Nick. Hello, yeah. Yeah, ooh, right, okay. What did you do at your end? Okay, listen, as soon as I finished asking the question, yeah. uh, musical star, answer during that music or you won't win. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, the question is, Julian Speroni won player of the season in 2008, 2009 and 2010. But who won it in 2007? Your answer was Dougie Friedman. Yeah. Now, I'm a, I'm gonna have to tell you. That Milk this in any way, that's what I'm going to tell you. There is no chance. I wasn't waiting for Mikey to play that music in either. We didn't okay. plan at all. So this is completely off the cuff. Now, the answer is not Dougie Friedman. I'm afraid you. What the answer was, because I assume we'll change the question next week. Mikey, tell me in chat. Can I tell him what the answer was? Yes, I can. The answer was actually Leon Court. Would you believe it? No. Yeah, I know. I completely forgot about him. I knew his brother basketball. <laughs> Smooth. I like it. Um, well, all right, mate. Well, look, bad luck. Um, yeah, my sister yeah. was in the side. My sister met Joby McEnough on Saturday. She, yeah, um, did she, she abuse him in any way? No, well, she was um, working for Marie Curie, and she was oh, in the centre circle at Reading with a match ball and everything. And the tight gits weren't going to give her a match ticket. She was going to go on the pitch, present the match ball, and then they were going to turn her out. And not really? The game. Yeah. But she, a... um, she uh, had a word with John Majeski or whatever his name is, and uh, yeah. managed to sort it out. But yeah, yeah, I thought it was really tight. That is and tight. You wouldn't out. get that at Palace. No. Yeah. Anyway, no, buddy, listen, we got, we got, we got, she used to be a homesdaler, yeah. did you say? Yeah, Amy the Eagle. Quite a few oh, no. yeah. What's she do now? She's got some sort of a life that she doesn't need to come on the website, is that it? Yeah, <laughs> she's got she's got uh, kids, married, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. She's got a life. It's just, got a life, it's just really. Unlike no Unlike me, she's <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> anyway, Nick, we're going to let you go, mate, and go and mop up that coffee and the yeah. bits coffee machine. And, yeah, um, yeah. Unlucky, mate, and uh, it'll be a new question next week, but we'll carry it okay. over. Mike, can I just say it. hello to Lewis Amigal this week, because he got a bit upset <laughs> after last time. So you've actually given him a nice hello rather than a yeah. bit of... Yeah. I don't think All it right. deserves it. Right, Take nice care, one, Nick. Bye. Cheers. Bye.
Okay, well, listen, we're going to go to uh, Palace News in brief in a second, after which we'll try and get hold of the uh, Rick and Ben to talk about sponsoring the Crystals. Next up is Palace News in brief. This is Palace News in Brief. Barnett have extended the loan of young left-back Matt Parsons until the end of the season. Parsons was recently sent off for the Bees, but returned from suspension at the weekend, coming off the bench in the 55th minute. Over to you, Ben. Palace Academy stars John Williams and Ryan Innes continued their fast-track development this week with good all-round performances for their countries. Williams, just 17, started for Wales under 21, 1-0 victory over Andorra. And Ryan Innes scored the winner as England under 16 beat Scotland 2-1 to secure the victory shield. Congratulations to both players. Ben, reporting for Whole Radio in London. Over to you, Aaron. Thank you, Ben. Further <coughs> to say our story last week, we can confirm that the four players who have been released at the end of their scholarships are Charlie Mann, Dan Pindle, Carl Knight and Reese Williamson Morris. Best of luck for the future lads, for more of us at Whole Radio. Over to you, Mark. Right, the Crystal Palace of Ladies did the club proud winning the Surrey FA Cup County Cup Final 2-1 against Chelsea to bring some welcome silverware to Sellers Park. Congratulations to the ladies on their achievement. Over to Chris. Thanks very much, Mark. Wilfred Zaha played 61 minutes for England under-19s before being substituted in their 3-0 defeat to Holland. Congratulations to Wilf on another step in the right direction for his career. That was Palace News in Britain. Hello and welcome back. Uh, hopefully you can still hear us after our wonderful technical issues this week. On the line we have Rick Phillips and Ben Simpson. They're going to talk to us about an initiative they've started, which is basically raising money for the sponsorship of the Crystal. So I'm going to speak to, to Rick first. Hi Rick, how are you? Hello, not too bad, thanks. You're good. So I heard, saw you were getting a little nervous on Twitter. Hopefully you've heard how unprofessional we are and you don't need to be nervous at all. <laughs> and um, <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, yeah, listen, I mean... The general idea I sort of picked up on is that you, you want to raise some money for sponsoring the Crystals. And do you want to tell us a little bit about how that came about, and then we'll, we'll talk to Ben about what the sort of the plan is, really. Well, um, basically it started off with a little conversation that was going on between Ben and someone else on Twitter, which was basically talking about the bad press that the Crystals, crystals had been receiving, and uh, mm. talked about perhaps sponsoring them next season. Yeah. Um, I, thought, I obviously thought um, that was a good idea. And... So, so it's like a basically a show of support after that um, after that article that came out, and which I mean, obviously fans are very quick to say that it's not the case, and I'm sure that the crystals are aware that they have a lot of people. But um, I don't know what that sound was. <laughs> um, my word. Um, okay. Yes. Sorry about that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, OK, Ben, uh, what's the basic plan here? Well, at the moment, um, it's very early days. Um, we're still sort of coming up with an action plan, but we've, uh, we've been given a price by the um, by 2010 or their representative um, who's looking after the crystals. And really, it's, it's we're trying to work out what's the best way to attack it because, obviously, something like this, the fans themselves are not going to get too much back other than the attendance of the Bristol's yeah. next season. And um, so we're sort of deciding whether to go less money, more people involved, or 
we're really just gauging reactions at the moment. Yeah. And uh, we're just setting up a, a little mini infrastructure, if you like. Um, we've got a website which is due to go live either later tonight or early tomorrow morning. And obviously we've got the Facebook going and uh, we're just trying to raise a bit of awareness on other sites such as Twitter, obviously, home down online. And uh, just basically see how interested people are in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's, there's been some reaction so far, and, and most of it very, very positive, I think. A um, few people sort of balked at the uh, at the potential cost, so like you say, that's something something to look into, really. But um, obviously, it's, it's uh, Sharon Lacey who's uh, who's in charge of the crystals, I believe, at the club end. Yeah. Uh, have you had yeah, any feedback right. from, from her yet? Well, um, I, she spoke more with Rick. I haven't actually spoken to myself, oh, okay. but speaking to Rick, um, it sounds like there's other interested parties. But obviously, it's going to be better from a club perspective that the fans do it because it's mm. you know, just bringing this close, closer together. And that seems to be the, the running theme with the new owners, um, which is obviously good for all of us. So, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I get the feeling that it would be preferable for the fans to do it. But um, yeah. we just, as I say, it's sort of at the moment just in the stages and uh, seeing what kind of interest there is and then we're just going to run with it if, if it looks good enough. Okay, Ben. And um, and Rick, probably just to, to sort of finish us off there, so to speak, talking about the crystals and I say finish us off, that's a bad one. Sorry, sorry, I can only apologise for that. My mind's wandered. My mind has wandered. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> sorry, Rick. All right. Um, so really, so what's what's the what can people do to to sort of get more involved in this? Um, basically, if they want to, if they do want to get involved, we ask them to email us, get in contact with us on Twitter at Sponsor Crystals, go to our Facebook page, um, and basically just register their interest with us. Uh, obviously, the more people we get, the cheaper it's going to be for all involved. Um, yeah. Okay. That's fantastic, guys. While you're on, I'll just let you know QPR have scored to make it 2-0. We'll cross to, yeah. to Mikey, who's definitely really 100% at Loftus Road, uh, if we can do later on. But just thought you'd want to know that, guys. And, um, Brilliant. Okay, well, listen, thanks. Do get, do get all the details on the thread on the Homesdale for us, uh, when they're available. But obviously, if anyone, uh, wants to get involved straight away, do, do, uh, follow the guys on Twitter. Okay, brilliant guys. Thank you so much for, for talking to us. And, and uh, if things pick up uh, on that idea, we'll come and talk to you again and see how you're getting on. Lovely, lovely. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Ben. Cheers, Rick. Thanks, Cheers. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's great stuff. I think it's a cause well worth looking into. And I didn't in any way indicate that I'm a pervert there at all. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Um, okay, listen, we no, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Mikey, you're over at uh, Loftus Road. How's things going over there? I don't know. No, hold you... on, hold on. Everything's been oh. really quiet. There we go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> very loud there. Uh, how, how are, how's the game been, been going? Yeah, very good. There's a football on the pitch. That's the hard part. <laughs> I haven't been watching. Oh, you haven't? Um, I believe... Now. Wee! That was a technical ball earlier. It was mud. Alden who scored. Not that I'm watching it on TV. But fantastic, two 0 and that's very good news for us. Okay, listen. Before before we go completely mental and lose plot, let's preview the Ipswich game uh, in our own style, which is getting shorter and shorter every time. Um, Generally about Ipswich, I'll um, I won't go into much detail here because I haven't written anything for it. But obviously. Ipswich started the season under Roy Keane, 
uh, once again proving his mettle as a manager. Uh, they really did struggle. Um, they had spent quite a lot of money, as as King does do. Um, but really, after what was a fairly bright start, if I remember rightly, they they faded away pretty quickly, and were, were in quite serious danger of being in a relegation battle. Uh, got rid of King and brought in Paul Jewell, um, who I know had put his name forward for the, for the Palace job before that. Not sure whether he ever got interviewed or how close that came, but it's a good manager. Uh, and he's very much turned it around at Ipswich. They've had the occasional drop. I think Ben's going to talk about form uh, a bit later mm. on. They've had the occasional blip. But um, but really, it's it's a tough game for us with our away record, as as every away game is. But uh, you've got to think it's going to change at some point. So, Ben, what's Ipswich form been like? Whenever I do form, I always look at the last 10 games. And having done that, I've seen that they're better away than they are at home, which is good for us, because mm. uh, we are playing them at Portman Road. So looking at the last 10 games, there's two anomalies in there, um, which was Scunthorpe and QPR. They beat Scunthorpe and they lost to QPR, which is expected, you know, top and bottom of the league. But other than that, looking at their home games, they lost 3-0 to Watford, they lost 3-1 to Reading, they lost 2-0 to Portsmouth, um, and they drew against Hull at home as well. But apart from that, so in their last 10 games, they haven't, they don't win at home apart from against Scunthorpe, so that mm-hmm. is looking good in that respect. Obviously, they, 10 games ago, they beat Doncaster 6-0. Um, <laughs> which is a very, very big result. And have, they've got players like Wickham, got players like Bullard. So there's some tough, tough threats there. But I think it's winnable, in all honesty. I think if we go there and we put out a good side and we play well, we can take points. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I very much hope so. Obviously, we're driving all the way over there to watch it. So it's, mm. I'm hoping for a good result. Um, Aaron, you're going to really talk about the sort of the, the players that Ipswich have that we want to watch out for. And hopefully you've got some of your usual facts for us. Mm. Um, yeah, I sure do. Um, okay, players to look out for. I've got uh, David Norris down. He scored um, ten goals in total. He's got seven in the league and three in Ipswich's league cup run. Um, he's also the first team captain. I'm told he's actually a, a, a Paddy Mack like captain. He's a very vocal player and loves to win. Uh, you got Jason Scotland. He's Ipswich's top league goal scorer uh, mm. with seven goals to his name. Uh, he is the target man for the team, often trying to knock down balls for the likes of Connor Wickham. He's also made an appearance for Trinidad and Tobago and several more in which he has actually scored a hat-trick against the Dominican Republic. Palace are are surely better than Dominican Republic, I'm sure. And um, finally, Connor Wickham. uh, He's a very young Mm. and quick player and is a very good prospect, as we all know. I still think Wilf's better than him, though. Um, He's the (laughs) playmaker of the team. He scored seven league goals this season. Uh, he's definitely a player to watch. Uh, he's also attracted a lot of attention from Premier League teams, including a £14 million bid from a sum team. That shows how much knowledge <laughs> I have about the Premier League. Right? Good, good work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, yeah, he's caused a, caused a sensation. And he yeah, obviously won that uh, Championship Player of the Year, uh, Young Player of the Year award as over Wilf, which was a shame. But, um, yeah... Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Very, very good prospect, and we've got to keep him quiet on the day. Um, could give give Mark a chance to say anything about it, which you can say you have nothing to say if that is the case. I thought you might want to talk a little bit about about your hopes for that game. Well, uh, I suppose, as is another away game, it's uh, with intrepidation. But, uh, you know, judging on recent performances, and I think, you know... I, I I think it's just a nicker point, maybe, but I I can't see us winning. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just the same old story away. But uh, you know, I'll be there and uh, I'll be cheering the lads on, and I'm hoping for uh, 
for three points. But I think a point would be a good result. I mean, oh, yeah, I they're think not so. in the best. They're not in the best form, but they're. Uh, um, yeah. You know, they're a force to be reckoned with in terms of uh, they're at home and we're away and uh, yeah, I think they don't fair. draw a lot of fixtures, but uh, uh, oh, mate, no, that's great. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, if uh, we can keep, I think Norris and Wickham are are quality. I uh, wouldn't mind mm. seeing them at Palace, but uh, if we can exactly. keep them quiet, then we stand a chance. But uh, if you were going to put me on a spot, I'd say uh, I'd take a point now, and I think probably most Palace fans would. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, we'll go with some predictions in a minute. I just, uh, sorry, Ben, you, I think you were going to say something there. No? I wasn't, but I will. Um, oh, all right. I, I just, yeah, I, I agree. Just, I agree just with uh, a point would be good. That's what I'm hoping for. I think it's unrealistic to go there and say that we're going to win, you know, three 0 comfortably because we're not. I mean, no, we don't okay. do that away from home. It seems so. I think no, yeah, a point would be good, but to score some goals again would be good as well because yeah, see what, been see what team. Dougie picks, to be honest. Yeah. We, uh, see whether he goes. It'd be nice to see or... new loan sign as well, Kevin Mayo. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, he hasn't played for a year. I mean, Dougie was saying he's, he's done some reserve work, um, and he had reports that he was sort of a bit more match fit. But I mean, I'll be surprised to see him if he, if he ain't played for 12 months. But then you think, well, why? We probably signed him to have a, have a look and have, him, have the personality around in the squad, I suppose, really. But um, listen, we're going to. Um, we're going to sort of go, go predictions. Just want to mention Aaron got the prediction bang on for Barnsley. Congratulations, Aaron. Thank you. Yeah, what do I win? Um, yeah, you win my thanks. Love and support. Bag of air. Um, <laughs> that's, that was Mikey thought of speaking to you all the way from Loftus Road. That was amazing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, obviously well done there, Aaron. And uh, we're going to go for some predictions for the Ipswich game. And I'm going to go to you as a reward first, Aaron. What's your score? Oh, thank you. Well... I was going to attempt it to go 1-0 Palace, but I'm going to play it safe and go 1-0. One 1-0. All. One all. OK, Mark. Uh, well, that was what I was going to go for, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say 2-2. Uh, Benjamin? OK, I think it's a game that's got a lot of goals in, there's a lot of goal scorers, so I'm going to go 0-0. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I'm going to go 3-1 Palace. Go on. Optimism. Do I get a prediction now I'm speaking? Um, yeah, go on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 1-0 Palace. 1-0 Palace. All oh, right, good one. If you get that right, I'm not letting you have any more. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to your emails. We've had, a, we've had a few in. Hopefully all of my other chums have the document open. Um, we've yeah. got, a, got a message uh, from... from <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not a made-up name. It's a genuine name. It's from Randy Bumgardner. It's actually a, a real name. And no, it says, what can be done to help Ambrose rediscover his form? I would love to see him play behind the striker in away games. No defensive responsibility, and he can thread through decent passes. Plus, if he finds himself with a shooting opportunity, spelled incorrectly, he is the best finisher at the club. Now, I, I have a, a, a theory on Ambrose in that I don't think we play him... Basically, under Warnock, he he was playing in the role as described. He was he was full left left sided forward of a front front three. Uh, he got back occasionally, but really he was all about arriving late in the box and sort of driving in sent from the centre. Um, and I don't think we really use him in the same way anymore. But I do think I think he's he's just had it tough with injuries this year, and it, you know I think really next season will be the time we'll see him back to his best. 
Um, that's really all I've got to say on that. We haven't got a great deal of time, so Ben, you can go straight away. It's mm. just more of a shout. Yes, we've got one in from Charlie Hines. It says, hi, this is the first time I've listened to Homestar Radio. Now, please don't think it's like this every week, because it's been a very, very hectic show tonight. I was going to apologise for all the, the loss of connections and stuff, but... Yeah, thank you for yeah, listening. Thank you very much. Mikey, and hopefully we'll have you back next week and show you what we can do. Yeah, Mikey will be punished for messing things up for us. <laughs> no doubt about that. He will. He will. Um, okay, Aaron, you've got one next. I do indeed. I've got one from Paul here. Uh, hi, guys. This is my first visit to the station and pretty impressed too, which is nice considering what happened earlier. Um, it's so <laughs> nice and important for us international crowd to feel part of this wonderful club. Keep it up. And Mikey, stop highlighting things you matter. And if you want Sorry, I always do that to you. Don't I? Don't I? If you want an international outlook, just let us know. Believe me, we're all interested and that's for playing our part. I gave this idea to Palace Radio, but not happened yet. Uh, how about getting connected to Skype? I'll answer that for you, Paul. Hopefully you're, you're still listening. Um, we will definitely, you can add us on Skype. It's homesdale.net on Skype and we'll be well up for speaking to you about your experience following the club from, from Colombia. Uh, get in contact with us or, or send us an email uh, again radio at homestyle.net with some with your own email address and uh, we'll get in touch with you definitely be speaking to you uh, again um, and thank you so much for that email Mark you're, you're one next hopefully you've got that in front of you if not tell me and I'll read it yeah read it out to me cheers I'm illiterate <laughs> <laughs> we'll, um, it's actually, it's actually from it? Albert it, it's uh, well if this, there is a question in there which I'll ask you I'll read out the whole thing and you can answer. Okay, it is it is Albert and he says, all right, in the style he always does. All right. I all hope right. the show's going well between the four of you that we're able to fill my massive void. It's not going so well, actually, Albert, in terms of technical uh, problems, but other than that, it's been quite enjoyable today. Um, anyway, the question is, considering it's been a funny season... Who do you guys think the contenders for Player of the Year are? Big up yourselves, he finishes with there. Thanks, Albert. Great to hear from you. I hope you're back soon. <laughs> I didn't well, read that. Myself so, or anyone. Nice. You, you first, please, mate. So who do you think the Players of the Year contenders are? Well, there's a few, I think, this year. Um, obviously, there's a few every year, but I mean, what I mean, genuine <laughs> contenders. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that uh, uh, obviously Jules is in with a shout, but uh, it's been good good season for Danzy, good season for well part season I suppose Moxie, maybe a bit too late to win Player of the Year. Best from the bench. Best from the bench. I don't know. I think uh, Paddy's had an indifferent season. Um, it's it's. Uh, Borny would probably be in with a shout, and uh, mm. I don't know, Yeah, apart from, uh, okay. it's, I don't know. Uh, well, that's fine, Mark. those seasons, it's, it's a mixed season, and people have had good spells and poor spells, and I think, you know, it's sort of, who's been the most yeah, that's, consistent enough. That's fine, mate. We'll, um, we'll just get a quick a quick answer from everyone else on that, uh, very quick. You said uh, Vaughan, you thought, Ben. Anyone yeah, else on the list? Moxie for me. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, who are you thinking? Well, Sproni or Dan's, for sure. Mm, I think Dan's has definitely picked up form towards the end. Everyone knows how much I rate Moxie, and I'd, I'd have said Gardner as well has been very impressive. 
yeah. um, although not perhaps not early on. I think it's a difficult one this year. Jules has, I wouldn't say he's had a bad season, certainly, but by his standards, he's possibly maybe dropped a touch, but it's hard to hard to judge. He's so consistent and been so good for so long. It's hard hard to know whether you're being fair or not. But yeah, I think if, it, we, it, give, if we give if we give Vaughan the Vaughan the uh, Accolade, then he'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to um. Dan's actually. Yeah. Okay. See, we've got the uh, the the home the Holmes Dad Awards soon, which will include Player of the Year and things like that, which we'll pick up again fairly shortly. I did forget to lock the thread in Fun Talk for uh for Slovenia, Dave. There, if you're listening, Dave, sorry about that. I'm an idiot. I'll do that in a bit. Um. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll end that there. Thanks for for your com- uh, communication this week, guys. So sorry about all the, the technical problems, but we will punish those responsible. Uh, next week, you'll be getting getting something of an experimental uh, away day blog fan diary recorded thing that I've planned to do uh, in my journey with Ben up to the Ipswich game. Uh, we'll be reviewing that match. We'll be previewing Leicester and Scunthorpe. And the shirt giveaway competition continues. And... Uh, I'll see. I'll just say goodbye from everyone, and uh, we hope to speak to you again next week. Cheers now, bye. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.